Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. This is the podcast to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. Welcome 2021, and I am glad to be back for a new year of podcasts with you. Last year was our first year of episodes, over 10 months of those. Uh, Each week produced uh, episodes with a lot of tips and tricks and uh, different things about life. And this year we're going to do it again. And I've got a large list of ideas and topics that we're going to cover. I posted some of those on the Chad Cargill Workshops Facebook page to kind of give you an idea of some things coming. I'm going to tie in a lot of specific tricks and strategies for each section as we go, but I I did post some of the general ones that we're going to do. And just looking back at the past year, man, there's there's a lot to be said about uh, 2020. What a year it was. I listened to a lot of podcasts, and I've noticed a lot of the podcast hosts are doing what I had scripted for today, where it was a look back at some of last year and a look forward to 2021. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. With my kids, we live here on the ranch. It's a, it's, I say it's a ranch, it's a 20-acre farm, and we love to work the farm. I, have a, um, I love horticulture. I've shared that a million times on here, but we work in the orchard a lot. We're uh, putting in hundreds of berry bushes and uh, this year to expand the orchard. And uh, so we, we do, we're doing a lot of work there. And so one thing I've been doing with my kids is I, I set my kids down, you know, when we're having dinner or in the evenings, whatever. And I've been doing lessons with them. And I know it's kind of nerdy, but I do horticulture lessons with my kids. And then we tie that into scripture and how that applies to our life and our spiritual walk. And so I've been doing these daily with the kids and uh, they really enjoy that. And a couple of the concepts that I've shared with them certainly apply to this podcast and apply to your journey and my journey. And I, I want to share just a little bit of that with you as we kind of reflect. And first of all, you know, in the, the season of last year, it, it got difficult. I mean, it was almost like we were going through this drought or whatever with the COVID lockdowns and things were just crazy. And, and for a lot of us, man, life got really difficult. I mean, there's no question it did. I know for us, uh, it was really difficult. Every, every workshop I gave from the second week of March to the middle of August got canceled. I think I did one class for two kids or something uh, in that whole time. And I know here it was, it was difficult. And I know that things were difficult for you as well. And when winter came, the fall and the winter and the leaves fell from the trees, those leaves just kind of cover the ground. And it's kind of a, a symbol of the past of what's happened. And so, you know, I was sharing my kids. I mean, we don't just leave those leaves on the ground. I mean, you, you go around and you, you notice, you know, everybody's going to rake the leaves and you're going to get them off the lawn. Otherwise, they mat the lawn and, and they, they destroy. And so you take those things of the past that faded away and you sweep them up. And typically, we dispose of them. Now, this leads me to the lesson of life. And this is what I taught my kids uh, when, I, when I did this with them. Look, I don't want you to take the things of last year and sweep them away and throw them away. 
Uh, I don't I don't want you to do that. The, the the symbolism here is don't bag your leaves and set them by the road and then take them to the landfill. That that's ridiculous. You should never do that. You see, uh, you know, in horticulture, horticulturalists know this. There is tons of nutrition in those dead leaves, and so. Frankly, if you have dead leaves that you've raked up and put in a bag, I wish you'd bring them to my house because I've got a grinder and I'm going to grind those into small pieces and I'm going to let those set and age. And then I'm going to use that as a mulch or a compost, a, a leaf shredded leaf compost for my orchard and my garden beds. It's, it's one of the best things you can do for your plants is to grind up your dead leaves. See, those leaves have a lot of nutrients. They have a lot of things that can really benefit you. And so when I go through this discussion, I want you to think about that. I don't want you to throw away the challenges of last year, and I don't want you to sweep it away. I want you to use that to take that, remove those leaves, remove that from, from your life. But I want you to grind that up and I want you to turn that into something positive. And that's not easy to do, but that's the concept here. And I hope you stay tuned to the end of this episode because I, I got to tell you something exciting that's happened in my life. And I've set a huge goal for 2021 as a result. And so I'm excited. I'm going to share with that. I'm going to share that with you at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. And uh, I hope that it's, it's going to be a heartwarming story and an exciting story for you because uh, it's been a, a big time life changer for me, and I'm going to share it with you again at the end. So back to last year, there were a lot of challenges because many of you went into online school and I know for us, man, that was an incredible challenge. I, I was spending seven hours a day managing my kids online classes. And you know, as, as bad as that was for us, I learned a lot from it. I learned that uh, my kid's English isn't as good as I thought it was. And, and uh, I learned that my, my kids were really struggling with prepositions and different things. So, but you know, online classes, some of you are still in that. And, and I've said it in a few episodes in the past, man, if you are in online classes, man, it's time to get with it. You got to get busy. I was talking to one counselor. She was telling me how a senior, like they were three months or two months into the school year, this 4.0 senior hadn't even logged in. So that was tough. And then with where to take your ACTs, that was a big challenge. ACT kept changing all their things and ACT was a mess. And then you couldn't get in at any test center. And, and then, then we started having the question, does the ACT even matter anymore? I mean, some schools are saying, well, you know, we're not going to use our ACT minimums or whatever. And then you start researching a little, little more and you, you hear the school say, oh yeah, well, um, you know, if, if you don't take it though, we knew you could take it. And we're going to assume there's a reason why you didn't take it, because if you really wanted to take it, you would have found a place. And then we get into the whole masks and uh, facing the sickness and the media doom that we were constantly uh, told. And I mean, 2020 was hard. There's no doubt. So what am I doing and what's my approach and what do I hope your approach will be going forward? Well, I think, you know, this is a great new beginning of 2021. And, you know, there's a few things that are, are pretty obvious. I mean, online classes now, we've done enough of those now that I don't think any of us are going to be surprised by that. I know for me, I've given enough online ACT prep classes now that I can give an online class. It will not be a problem. Um, you know, it, it's just something that I, I do now. And yeah, I, I wish I would have been more prepared for that when it hit, but you know, it's okay. And for you, maybe the same. The ACT test sites are opening back up. It's not as crazy as it was. It's not as difficult to find where those places are. Um, so 
you know, things are getting a little more normal on that. I mean, everybody's like, yeah, we come here, you check your temperature, whatever. I mean, you just kind of expect that now. Colleges, well, they're still using ACTs. And so, you know, it, it, if you were thinking, oh, well, I don't even know if they're going to look at it. Well, yeah, they're, they're still using it. So that, uh, you know, that, that hasn't changed. And then the whole mask thing. I mean, isn't it amazing? I mean, you, you go into a store now and you just kind of expect everybody to be in a mask. And I know some areas not or whatever, and that's your choice or whatever. But, uh, you know, it's just amazing how things are so much more, um, I don't know, it's just kind of normal now. And so I think that we should just pause and say, hey, as crazy as it was, it's really not that bad right now. I mean, we're, we're kind of in a groove now. And yes, I know COVID's bad and I know the numbers are high. I know that that is a serious thing and I know it's affected a lot of lives, but I think that we are to a point now that we can step forward into 2021 with some confidence and we can say, all right, let's go. Let's get back to work. Let's get back to business and let's get serious and let's operate to our fullest under this new normal. So I want to focus on our new beginning of 2021 and how that might apply to your life as a student, your life as a teacher, your life as an administrator, and what we want to try to accomplish uh, this year. So it is truly a, a fresh start. And I want us to I want us to, to be really purposeful this year and accomplish some great things. I think that's that's going to be just so important that we just pause and we say, all right, what do we got to do to make this a great year? Now, one podcast that I've been listening to is I listen to Craig Groeschel's leadership podcast. And Craig Groeschel is the pastor of Life Church. And man, he has a way of taking complex things and he makes them so simple. And this week, he had a great podcast kind of... Uh, just a challenge for 2021. And it was a challenge for you and your goals. And I'm going to kind of take some of his thoughts on this as I, uh, as I talk through this, I'd put my, my notes together for this. And then I listened to his podcast episode this week and I'm like, Oh my gosh, he's saying this so much better than I am. And so I'm going to, I'm going to borrow a few things that he said here and I'll uh, credit those where we're at. But this is a, a fresh start. Now, one thing that I think you've got to do this year is we need to set some plans. We need to set some goals. And, and this is uh, what Craig Rochelle said, which I thought was great. He said, for 2021, clearly define your wins. All right. So I had worded as let's define our goals. He defined it. Let's define our wins. And I love that. Let's define what we need to accomplish to get what we're going to call a win. Now, one thing that I put down that I really think is important is I think you've got to have some different levels of goals. You've got to have some short-term goals, some mid-term goals, some long-term goals. We, we definitely are going to have different types of goals that we're going to do. I, I want to encourage you. Now, listen, I know this kind of nerdy, and especially a lot of guys out there, you're not about this. I get it, okay? Um, I, I want you to get some kind of journal, all right? Some and, and I hate, listen, if you're a guy out there, just call yours a notebook, all right? I could care less, okay? But I want you to really, I want you to write down what that win would be for you. 
You say, well, I want to be successful this year. What does that mean? What is success? Is success to raise your ACT score? Well, if so, here's what I want you to do. I want you to define how many points that is, and I want you to define what or when you want to try to accomplish that. So this needs to be purposeful, intentional. Then we're going to talk about the steps we're going to take to get there. Now, this is the idea of focusing on the process, which leads to that win. Now, this is where Craig Rochelle really uh, was great in his podcast uh, this week because he kept talking about you got to focus on the process. All right. Now, I was just talking about in my notes about how we're going to write down our steps to get there. But I like the way he worded it. Don't focus on the win. Focus on the process. He was saying, what is the process that will lead to that win? And, and that's a great way of just wording it. And if you focus on the process, you embrace the process, you can get to the win. So I think it's important that you write down what your wins are. You write down your goals, your objectives for this year, and you can break them out. Okay, short term, I've got a plan too. And, and let's just take in the scholarship arena, okay? I think all of you should have a scholarship plan this year, especially if you're a senior, if you're a junior. It's important you get this. So short term, it might be, I want to find 30 scholarships by... February 28th, midterm, I want to, and you can, you can just kind of go through that. Now the scholarship plan, I really think should involve at least three things. One, you got to find the scholarship. So you're getting a plan on how you're going to find them. Two, you've got to start planning that project. You know, we, we talked about it in episodes 13 through 16, um, it was show me the money episode 13, show me the money episode 14. We started really going through the project and how to word that. So you want to think of what you love to do, your talents, your passions, find people in need. People are struggling. People need inspiring. You want to share it with them. Uh, today I was in Howell, Oklahoma in far East Oklahoma, um, out by Arkansas, great school, wonderful basketball school actually. And, um, so I was in Howe and I was, when I was teaching this part about scholarships and I was teaching this part about doing a project, I, I was noticing that right outside the windows of the auditorium where we were, the elementary kids just kept walking by and the elementary kids were walking, walking. I was teaching this and I just paused and I, I, I just kind of looked out the window at the kids and I, and I told the group today, I said, you know, I'm watching these kids walk by and I just think to myself, I wonder how many of these kids would love to go to basketball camp. I mean, it's a great basketball school. I was like, I just wonder how many, how many of these kids would love to go to a sports camp. But I said, mom has five kids. And I looked at the kids in my workshop and I go, do you think that mom can afford to send five kids to your basketball camp, to your softball camp, to your baseball camp? And I'm like, there are a lot of kids that are walking by that would never get to go to a camp ever. And so I challenged the students. I said, look, if you love sports, if that's your passion, organize free camp day. I said, pick one grade in your elementary, pick the third grade and designate one day this spring for free camp day. I said, let every third grader go to camp. I told them you'll have more fun doing that than the kids will. You can teach so many great life lessons through sports. We need to do projects. That's what committees look for. And here's the other thing. When you do projects like that, it changes you more than it does the kids. And so 
in your scholarship plan for 2021, I want you to find the scholarships. I want you to start on the project and we need to get clear goals. I'm going to have my idea by this date. I'm going to have my team together by this date. I'm going to have, you know, how I'm going to do it by this date. And I'm going to implement by this date. I mean, if you can write down your steps and you can write down your dates, we can clearly define that when, and then we can focus on the process to get there. All right. And so that leads to the last item of the scholarship plan. You, once you start finding those, you do your project, then you organize how you're going to attack those, how you're going to fill them out, how you're going to, you know, complete them. If they're essay, if there are essays involved, um, you know, make sure you keep that on your phone or whatever. So, you know, when you're writing essays for English class, you can tie that in, but let's get a scholarship plan for 2021. Next, let's start a reading plan. Look, I, I, I don't want this to be some kind of New Year's resolution. I, I really don't. I mean, New Year's resolutions, we, you know, they just always get broken. I don't want that. I, I just want this to become a lifestyle. Define a win of I'm going to read four days a week, five minutes a night. All right. Or, or however you want to define it. I don't know. But def- set a clear reading plan. And again, don't focus on the end of this. Focus on the process of it that daily you're going to read and you can go back and listen to podcast episodes about that I've done on reading and speed reading and sliding the card and those kind of things. But start a reading plan. Read a little bit. You don't have to read a lot. Don't read 30 minutes a day every day if you hate to read. It's a, it's a bad diet. You'll do it one day. You'll never do it again. But for 2021, define a reading plan. Now I'm going to do a couple episodes over books. I've got one coming of my top 10 books that every high school student should read. And I'm going to give you a sneak peek right now. Next week's episode. I'm so excited about it. I am going to interview the author of the number one book on my list. It is an amazing book. The most impactful book I have read other than the Bible itself. Um, It is a powerful book, life-changing book. Every high school student, every faculty member, every parent should read it. And I'm going to tell you all about it next week. We're even going to do giveaways. I'm going to give away a bunch of the books and all kinds of stuff. And so start a reading plan. Uh, that, that is a crucial thing to be successful in life. Now, finally, we want to start a study plan. Look, the, this is not magic. The ACT score that you have right now is not the score that you should have when you graduate. It's just not because you can raise your score. But listen, if you just willy-nilly go about your business and just say, well, I'm just going to take it again, take it again, and you know, it'll all work out, you're not going to be successful. See, that is just saying, well, that test controls me. No, no, no. That's not how this works. That test does not control you. You control you. So now you got to say, what can I do to put myself in position to beat this test. And the only way that happens with a purposeful study plan. You want to raise your ACT score? You got to start asking yourself, what am I doing? If you're, if you're saying, well, you know, I, I want to get to a 30 on the ACT, then, then I got to start asking, well, what are you doing to get to a 30? If you, don't, you know, if, you, if you don't have a plan, you're not doing anything, then you really don't want a 30. You've got to say, what do I have to do? You've got to develop that study plan. There's a lot of things you can do for that. You can start getting your prep book out and you can get busy with it. You don't have to use mine. You can use any book you want. 
You want to use mine? Great. But listen, that 541 page prep book, it, it's a big book, but it's that cliche. How to eat that elephant? It's one bite at a time, a little bit each night, a couple lessons each night. You've got to have a study plan. If you're a slow reader, and reading is holding you back. You're not comprehending well. You've got to start reading and increase your speed in reading. And you can use my speed reading software if you want. It's right on my site, speedreading.chadcargo.com. $39, one-year subscription. You don't want to use that? That's fine. Pick something else. You don't want to do that? Just use the slide the card method uh, that, I, that I discussed earlier. You've got to be intentional and purposeful. But that study plan, you've got to start learning the math. This is, you know, start asking yourself, okay, hey, what, what math class am I going to take next year? Now, don't, don't tell me you want to have a happy senior year. Don't, don't say, well, I'm not taking a math. I want a happy senior. No, 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 that's, that's not going to work. See, because you're going to get in your senior year, you're not going to have a math class, then your ACT math is going to be low, and you're not going to have a happy senior year. I'm gonna be like, Are you having a happy senior year now? No, you, you're not. So we want to make sure that we are intentional in that study plan. You've got to start practicing. It, again, it's not magic. And when you practice, see, it can't just be you do a problem, you go, oh man, I missed it. You got to go, why did I miss it? So I think it's crucial that for 2021 to have a successful year, you got to have a scholarship plan, a reading plan, and a study plan. So let's start, let's start thinking that through. Now, you may have other areas of your life that you're really passionate about. Maybe you want to be a college athlete. Let's start thinking right now, what do I have to do to put myself in a position to be successful there? That might be your camp plan. What prospect camps are you going to this summer? What training are you doing now? What speed training are you doing now? How, are, you, are you spending time learning and, and practicing your craft? It, it could be you want to go to the tech center. And you're going to be, you want to get network certified. You want to be a Cisco certified um, networking engineer. All right, fantastic. What can we do now to start preparing for that? So we can define that win and then we can start setting our process to get to that win. If we do this, then I think you can see, we can't just say, well, that happened to me last year. Well, that was just a bad year or wow. Well, that's just, that's just the way life's going now because all that's doing, it's those leaves on the ground and then they're just kind of matting down. Now we know we got to sweep those leaves away, but here's what I want you to do. Take all those bad experiences you had, take all that stuff from last year, all this mess, and let's start grinding them up. Let's grind them up and then let's learn from that and apply that to our life in the future. And just like those leaves become great mulch um, for your flower beds or whatever, or your, your garden, same thing in your life, man. You're growing into something great. And so my challenge to you is let's be purposeful, let's be intentional, let's focus on this great new beginning. Somebody said to me, are you a glass half empty or a glass half full guy? And uh, the guy said, I, I think it's pretty clear you're a glass half full guy. I said, no, I'm not, man. I'm a glass overflowing guy. All right. I mean, listen, there is always great opportunities in front of us. And I know some of us have had it hard. Uh, there's no question. We've had incredible challenges, but you know what? I'm thankful for the day that God's given me and I'm not going to waste it, man. It's time to get going. I want us to to do some of those things that we need to do to get successful. And let's take some of that past. Let's take some of that and cut it away. It's time. We'll prune it away and we're going to move on 
into this year. And I hope we're going to have a great year together, not only in your school and in your home and in your family and in your church, but I hope you're going to have a great uh, year with me on this podcast, uh, with all these episodes coming. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully impacting your lives and you guys impacting mine. And let's work together and uh, we're going to accomplish some great things and get some scores raised and get you into college and um, just let you go kill it, man, and go change the world because that's, uh, that's what we want to be doing. So this was a little different episode, uh, more of a motivation episode, uh, just kind of a, a challenge for 2021, kind of a new beginning. And I wanted to, to do that. Now, if you're listening to this live, this is coming out on January 14th of 2021, and I've got a million classes coming. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to be all over the place. Uh, if, if you are anywhere around these schools and you need to make sure that you contact them and see if you can come to one of my classes, you can go to calendar.chatcarger.com. If you're listening to this live, I'll be in Hevener, Oklahoma in far east Oklahoma. Next week, I will be at Glen Rose, Texas on Monday, Clarksville, Arkansas on the 19th. Uh, 20th, uh, I'll be doing a virtual class for Eastern Oklahoma State College. That's a TRIO program, uh, Eastern Oklahoma State College in Wilburton, Oklahoma. The 21st is uh, uh, January 21st, uh, Thursday. I will be in Hugo, Oklahoma, in Southeast Oklahoma. Friday, I'll be doing a workshop for Epic Charter School. It's a virtual. And then Saturday, I'll be at Oklahoma State University, Oklahoma City campus teaching. Then the next week, I'll be in Ballinger, Texas, Sterling City, Texas, Anadarko, Oklahoma, Childress, Texas, Wall, Texas. And then the following week, I'll be at Moore High School in Oklahoma City, Autry Tech in Enid, Kingfisher High School in Oklahoma, and then Durant High School. So that is the workshops coming up in the next three weeks. If you can't tell from that, there's a million of them. I've got 15 classes in the next three weeks, and that's a lot in several states, and I'm really hoping that you're going to be able to get to one of those. So go to calendar.chadcarger.com. You can click on any one of those, and the contact info is there uh, for the school, and you can call and see if they would allow you to join. All right? So there we go. And uh, again, thank you for the little break uh, that we took from this. I enjoyed those four weeks or so. Uh, that was a, a great time. And I will uh, finish this episode with a, a great story. So while I was on that break, I, um, I've i shared on this episode, on this podcast many times that I have MS. And the uh, MS has really affected my right side. I can't use my right hand, uh, my right leg. Um, doesn't work real well. I, I limp really bad when I walk. I have to be very careful. I have to watch where I step. I mean, I'll fall. I've fallen so many times. I tore my shoulder up, had to have shoulder surgery. So it, this has been going on for years. And the um, I'm on an MS drug study at the Oklahoma uh, Medical Research Foundation, MS Center of Excellence. And they, uh, Dr. Pardo, one of the world-renowned uh, MS doctors, um, he, uh, he uh, evaluated me at the beginning of the study. And he says, uh, I just want to watch you walk. And he says, hey, I, I think we can help you. And uh, he writes a script for a, a special orthotic um, for my leg. And uh, I, I'm just going to tell you that I didn't even fill the script. And the reason why was uh, I knew insurance wouldn't pay for it. And COVID had absolutely decimated uh, our income. And so I didn't even fill it. And uh, I don't know why exactly, but uh, about seven, eight months later, I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to give it a shot. 
And so I went back and I said, hey, can you rewrite the script? I'm going to see. I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to see if insurance will cover it. I know they won't, but I'm just going to try it. And so I went to uh, the hanger clinic. It's a prosthetic clinic that kind of does this kind of stuff. And they submitted it and insurance covered it. So I get this orthotic. And I want to tell you, December 29th on the break, I put my orthotic on for the first time. And I will have you to know that I come home and my five adopted kids from Africa watched me run for the first time in five years. No lie, they had never seen me run before. Now, granted, I look like an 80-year-old man, but my kids actually got to watch me run. I walked without a limp. They could not believe it. I walked with my head up. First time I've done that in years. And listen, I'm just, I, I, God is amazing what he's done in my life. It's unbelievable. I haven't been able to do this in years. So I'm going to share with you my win. My win that I've set for 2021, I'm going to run a 5K. Now listen, I haven't even walked normal in years. I haven't run in probably five years. And now I can run again. So my win is I am going to run a 5K before the start of school, which will be like August 20th or whatever. So there you go. That's my date. That's my specific. And I am going to embrace the process. So even just walking as much as I've walked and as normal, my hips are killing me and it's a struggle, but I'm doing it and I'm going to start running and I'm, you can hold me accountable. So you can comment, hold me accountable, and I'm going to hold myself accountable on this podcast with you, the listeners. And uh, it is an amazing time in my life. I'm so thankful. And so 2021 is that new beginning. And so I'm just going to take all that pass and it's going to be motivation for me. And I'm going to go and I'm going to run my race. And listen, I hope you, no matter what you're doing, I hope you run your race and run your race. Do three things for me. Fight like you've never fought before. Finish your race and keep your faith. Don't give up. You can make it. Same with the ACT. Same with what you're doing in school. Don't quit. You can make it. Hey, thanks for joining the podcast this week. I'll be back next week with the author of the greatest book I've read other than the Bible itself, and I hope you will join. So thank you again for listening. I will talk to you again soon.